welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is December the 11th, and I'm with Scott Patty for a Words of Grace podcast. Hello, Justin. Hello. How are you doing, sir? I'm well. Real quick, rapid fire, what's your favorite Christmas carol hymn? Oh, goodness. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't give me... I didn't. I did not prep you on purpose. Oh. I, I, I can't tell you my favorite, but I will tell you my favorite type. Okay. I love the big, bold uh, Christmas hymns where you can you, the, the congregation can just throw their head back and just let it go. Yeah. Uh oh come all ye faithful. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, uh come let us adore him. It just yeah. Just throwing throwing the head back. Uh I'm not the 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 quieter ones are great. They're beautiful, but I'm I'm a big bold Christmas yeah. uh hymn yeah. kind of a guy. Yeah, I, I say that. I ask that because you you sit, mentioned in your sermon, like when we start singing some of these Christmas yeah. songs, yeah. to slow down uh-huh. and listen to what you're singing because they are they're some of the best worship songs. Yeah, I mean they really are. Uh, yeah. Joy to the world is one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so it's just yeah. yeah. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. I mean it's big. They're big. They're yeah, big they and bold and declarative. Very statements. victorious too. Yes. I mean very. I mean because this is why we're celebrating that mm-hmm. He came to rescue. Mm-hmm. And so it's in the gospel like. Uh, 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 the, what's the hymn in uh, Joy of the World? Uh, as far as the curse is found. Yes, I mean, we're talking, whoa, wait a minute now. This has got to descend to some theology. Yeah, man. Those are the ones I like. The big, yeah. bold, theologically driven mm-hmm. Christmas songs that, again, everybody just sort of blows through. But if you slow down and you get the yeah. words, you just want to sing them with gusto. Yeah. It may be even good, like, you know, even at home, is to print some of those off or pull them up on your phone in a devotional time and mm-hmm. just... Like you said, there's some rich theology mm-hmm. that are found in some of those Christmas yeah. hymns. So, and we're going to get to sing some of those <clears throat> I know very soon. That's right. So looking forward to that because we'll have a Christmas Eve in the morning, normal service, and then a Christmas Eve service in the evening at 5. So looking forward to that. Yeah, me Great. too. Me All too. right. So we were in Isaiah 40 on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we're in Isaiah 40 for the whole month of December. Um, but give mm-hmm. us a little bit of a recap um, from Sunday because we were in part two of Isaiah yeah. 40. It's funny, you know, we're reading Isaiah, we've read the whole chapter the last two Sundays, <clears throat> and my wife told me uh, going home Sunday, she said that that reading it, it it this Sunday, she said she wondered if I was already tired, like already exhausted from just reading the chapter. Uh, I said, well, did I sound out of breath? She said, no, it was just, it's just such a big chapter. You mm. know, you're, there's so much there. Yeah. And we read the whole thing, and um, it, it takes a while, so... Okay, what was your question? Recap? Yeah, recap. <clears throat> so this week we were, um, we were in verses 9 through 11 mm-hmm. of Isaiah 40. And uh, this, is, this is a section where we, you could call it um, sort of maybe instructions to the evangelists. Uh, because what's happening is Isaiah is prophesying um, that uh, Judah, the people of Judah will, in Jerusalem, will, will return from exile. Uh, they will be delivered uh, and they will be renewed, and now they're supposed to proclaim this good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is the good news? Behold your God. Mm-hmm. The Lord your God is coming. Mm-hmm. So how does he come was, the, was the, big, you know, the, big, the two big points. Mm-hmm. He comes as the king, mm-hmm. the victor, the one who rules with his arm. And again, that beautiful image of the Lord going into, into uh, Babylon, into the place of exile, 
and retaking his people and carrying them back as his spoil, his, you know, his, mm-hmm. his uh, reward. And he's got his people with him. So he's the, the warrior king who has won the battle. And then turns right around the next verse and said he's carrying them in his arms like a shepherd. Mm. He's tending his lambs. He's guiding them. Mm. So the message Sunday was, and by the way, let me say, the unfolding of the word gives light. So the, the more we, the, the word of God unfolds, we see Jesus is that warrior king who delivers his people mm-hmm. from the domain of darkness. Mm-hmm. And he is the shepherd who calls his people, gathers his people, and walks with his people, leads his people through life. Mm-hmm. So the message Sunday was, that's the good news. Yeah. You know, that's the gospel we proclaim. Which that, is Christmas. That's right. That's right. Yeah. God, God the Lord in Jesus Christ is king and shepherd. Yeah. Well, it was a great sermon. And I, I wonder if anyone else felt this, but as I was hearing you preach the sermon, these two attributes of king shepherd, behold your God, those two attributes, it it is so divinely balanced Mm -hmm. in Christ. Mm. But how hard it is when you, humanly speaking, you look out in the world and if you see like a leader, king, it's like they have to be strong and mighty and and being a shepherd seems, oh, that's just weak. Like Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa, I'm a shepherd, I can't be, you know, but but he does it beautifully. Mm -hmm. So... I would love to hear a couple of things, but maybe we could talk about this because this is actually going to be our last podcast for the yeah, year. That's right. And I'd love for you to, to speak to how do these two attributes, but maybe even looking at all of Isaiah 40, mm-hmm. how can that help us as a congregation, even and as individual Christians, as we look kind of to a new year? You know, yeah. New Year's coming, people are starting to think about that. I just, these themes kind of were in my mind this morning. So, okay. yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, how can this help us? but even all of 40. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with this particular message. Yeah. Then I would, I, it would be good to expand out to 40. As you said, since this is the last podcast of right. this year, we'll be launching into next year. We can talk about, about that as well. But this particular message where um, behold your God, he comes as king, he comes as shepherd. Um, what a what a um, truth, what, what a great truth about who God is and what he does for us to carry in, mm-hmm. into a new year. Because the... The whole the kingship of God it speaks of His victory, mm-hmm. it speaks of our confidence in Him, um, and this is a world we live always, but but we feel it because we live in it uh, now. Uh, we feel this is a world that's unsettled. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a world that almost seems unruly, mm-hmm. chaotic, uh, disorderly, and a king uh, is is the one who comes in victory. He comes and he settles. He comes and he establishes. Um, and so we should, you know, we need to move into next year mm-hmm. with a great deal of confidence yeah. in Christ. Uh, the kingdom of God, he said, the kingdom of heaven is near. It's at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christ has come. Mm-hmm. Okay, we live in the, in the now and the not yet. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. we do understand that there are going to be wars and rumors of wars and there there's turmoil in the world but our hope is not only that christ has come and has conquered the enemy and has delivered us from the domain of darkness our savior jesus christ will come again Mm -hmm. and the establishment of the new heaven and the new earth right where jesus reigns as king forever and we reign with him through union with him and through faith in him 
should be our hope that builds such confidence in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the first thing. So I, we could we can you know talk about that all day, but yeah. I would just say for people, let's just think about that. Yeah. That uh, whatever might unsettle us in the world might unsettle our faith. Let's remember who the King is. Yeah. And let's remember the great truth that He's returning. Yeah. That He's here now, in the Spirit, mm-hmm. and He is returning in the body, mm-hmm. and He will reign. Let's be confident in Him. Yeah. Um, and then I would think going into next year, re- remembering that Jesus is also the Good Shepherd. Yeah. So there's one who cares for us. Mm-hmm. There's one who we follow, mm-hmm. who really is going to guide us. Yeah. And we hear his voice. We should listen to his voice in the word, mm-hmm. and we should follow after him. Uh, you know, he is the shepherd uh, who laid down his life for us. Our mm-hmm. sins really are forgiven. Yeah. Um, and um, and he will get us all the way home. Yeah. He, will, he will guide us. He will feed us mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. So that would be two great things to, yeah. to both encourage or give courage in, mm-hmm. and then also to, to guide and, and, and calm and move us forward yeah. uh, following. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, you, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you were talking about the world can unsettle us and that he's king and it should bring us comfort in knowing that he's king. Um, I was in a second grade Sunday school class on Sunday because I had a sub for my wife oh. uh, who's home with sick kids. So I was in and it, it, they were teaching about the promises of God and mm-hmm. they were talking about God does not withhold any good from those who, who are his, mm-hmm. right? Great promise we mm-hmm. see in scripture. He doesn't withhold good. But it was so great because these young kids, you could see, are already wrestling. But what happens when I ask and he doesn't give? Hmm. Like, is that meaning? And so the teacher did a great job to say, that's why we have to trust. Hmm. I thought, oh, my word, this is a great lesson for anyone. Yeah. And, but even hearing him be king, because sometimes you could say, well, if he's king, why is he not conquering this right now? Why is this? And you, that's where I think it takes this level of trust yeah. in his timing, trust in his purposes, yeah. and and which is so great because then here he is the shepherd. Yeah. So he comforts us in that struggle. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just beautiful. It is beautiful. I, and the thought I had, too, is that to remember not only will he conquer, but think about what he has already conquered. That's right. That's good. Yeah. So like... Like the fact that we are forgiven of our sins, mm-hmm. it required a conquering king as well as a sacrificial lamb. Right. He he has already conquered. That's good. The the condemnation that stands over us because of our sin. Yeah. Far as the curse is found. That's right. He's yeah. he's conquered that. Yeah. Uh, and he did it in the cross. He has mm-hmm. disarmed Satan. Yeah at the cross from having any mm-hmm. legitimate accusation against it. All of his accusations will fall flat because we can say, yes, I'm a sinner, but Christ has died for that sin. So he's already conquered. Yeah. And then he will the, the conquering of the king will be seen fully in the details of the mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll put down all the all of his enemies. He'll reign forever. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so good. So this idea of him being king and shepherd, those are some ways that it can guide us in the new year. Mm-hmm. How could you see those two attributes helping us together as a congregation? And do you see anything unique as we think about us as a community? I do. Uh, th- this is this is really what I long for as mm-hmm. as a congregation is that these truths would would dwell in each of our hearts individually, mm-hmm. and that we would collectively be encouraging one another in these things. Okay. That we collectively would be building up one another. So what what does the church do when we gather? What does Grace Community Church do when we gather? each week we do a lot yeah one thing one thing we do is we worship god yeah through the proclamation of his word the singing of his praise 
offering up prayers to him. So um, the, the, the kingship and the, the shepherd nature of Jesus Christ can guide mm. our worship. Yeah, that's good. Can guide our encouragement of one another, the way we pray. We can build each other up in these things. Yeah. Um, in our discipleship, mm-hmm. we certainly, you know, mutual discipleship is, is not about, you know, just going around uh, quoting uh, things to each other. It's about it certainly is about listening and being engaged and involved mm-hmm. in each other's lives. And, and mutual discipleship is not about, uh, you know, letting not letting other people share their hearts. Mm-hmm. So there is that there is that human component to it. Right. But we have a message mm-hmm. as the people of God to declare to ourselves. You know, in Isaiah, they return to Jerusalem and they, the image is of them declaring these things to the cities of Judah. Mm-hmm. And we come to church and we declare them to each other. Yeah. Behold your God. Let's behold your God. Let's keep yeah. saying, let's behold our God together, together. Let's behold our God. Let's behold him coming with a ruling arm. Let's behold him coming with a gathering arm. Yeah. And and let's let's be built up in these things. Yeah, that's good. So last question, leaving as we think about the next year ahead, how else do you see Isaiah 40 helping us beyond the sermon? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll pull out something that I think might be helpful. It's a thought I've had over the years, and we've, we've done, um, we've, we've kind of, I've kind of followed this a bit, and that is um, finding a chapter mm-hmm. or maybe a couple of chapters that, I, that we can just live in mm-hmm. and really get to know. And um, so we we do at times at Grace take these big flyovers, yeah. you know, like like we'll do survey classes, or even sometimes in a sermon I'll do I've even done like surveys of the whole Bible, right? Just quickly all, all the way through, which we keep we still want to continue to do because that's helpful to us. But sometimes we just need to laser focus in mm-hmm. on on a a particular passage and and just squeeze it as and get the most out of it as we can. Mm. And I would say Isaiah 40. Mm. And then going forward in Isaiah, maybe when we hit 53, we might do the same thing there. Mm. Our chapters to just carry with us and make our friends. Mm. Years ago, I remember preaching through the book of Romans. And Romans 8, I'll never forget that. We yeah. memorized it. I think yeah. we memorized it as a church together. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, um, no, yeah. but th- this was the first go round. Yeah, you weren't. You here. Weren't here. Yeah, yeah, but um, but I remember Romans eight <clears throat> was a was a, a chapter that defined us mm. for a while. Mm. Um, do you? Let me ask you. Let me flip it to you. Do you have any chapters? I want to put you on the spot, but do yeah. you have any of those standout chapters in in your mind that you like carry for a long time? Ephesians that, chapter two. Well, there you go. My, it's in. <clears throat> I mean, I. It's the best. I think it's one of the best chapters to proclaim the gospel. Ephesians chapter two. Okay, I mean, so, is you're dead in your sin, and the trespasses in which you once walked, following mm-hmm. the course of this world, mm-hmm. following the principalities of the air. I mean, it's just so in there. Yeah, but you're saved by grace through faith, and then it gets into works. Mm-hmm. You know, grace carries you to good works, and it's just a great chapter. So yeah, I so mean, that's been a go-to chapter. Yeah. For and you. Romans eight, you know, is definitely Romans early. eight. Yeah, Second mm-hmm. Corinthians four has mm-hmm. been that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice in that chapter, it says we do not lose heart. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to talk about the the grace and the power of God in our in our lives as as uh, jars of clay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, earthen vessels. Yeah, Second Corinthians four has been a huge chapter for me to carry. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one too. Yeah. So anyway, I, that that's how I would say is you know as we're going forward as a congregation into mm-hmm. into twenty twenty four, we're going to stay in Isaiah for a while, mm-hmm. and you know, chapter forty 
can be a, a, a year-long chapter for people. Yeah. Somebody said one time, it's so good to, it's good to know the, the whole story, yeah. and then it's also good to just really know portions yeah. that, that, that sort of sum it all up. Mm-hmm. And this one would be a great one to carry. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you again for a great sermon and look forward to more this year in Isaiah 40. And, yeah, next and, year, you mean? And, well, yeah. Well, we're <laughs> going to finish 40 this month. That's right? right. That's right. And then we'll be continuing Isaiah in the next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we'll look forward to Well, and thank time. you for leading the podcast this yeah. year in 2023. These have been good. I know. I was looking through my files on my computer. I'm like, wow, we've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we'll just keep on piling them in there. Hopefully it's helpful to people. Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully it is. So, well, we'll see everyone in the new year. Great. All right.